Welcome back, everybody, to the Beef Up Front podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Coyle. Joined by a special guest today, a frequent guest on the show. We're joined by Josh Nolan, uh, and we're here to discuss Josh's new role out there in the sports world. Uh, exciting thing for him. He's going to go into uh, kind of what goes into his new job that he's uh, doing at Drexel University right now. Josh is currently the assistant director of basketball operations for the Drexel men's basketball program. So welcome back to the show, Josh, and how are we doing? Great, Ryan. It's good to be back. It's been uh, been too long, so excited to be back. Um, and uh, yeah, thanks again for having me. All right. Uh, so, just for those people who don't know, the term director of basketball operations is out there a lot. You're uh, working as the assistant of direct assistant director of basketball operations. What exactly goes into that role? It's like a frequently used role in the college basketball and even pro- professional basketball world, and I don't think many people actually know what it's about. So what goes into being that? And uh, can you just tell us a little bit about the job itself? Love to, yeah. Um, so essentially the director of basketball operations uh, handles more or less everything, you know, um, everything relating to the basketball program that happens off the court. Um, they play a, a supportive role in scheduling games. Um, they help market the program and um, – they really just they handle all the all the behind the scenes kind of stuff, um, uh, you know. They, they really just make the program because uh, you know, the program at the end of the day is a business. So they they make um, the the job of the director of basketball operations is to uh, to make to make the program a profitable business essentially. And so as an as an assistant, um, what I do is I, I'm I'm sort of able to uh, kind of uh, I'm I'm able to sort of take a um, take an overarching approach to this and I, I get to kind of um, dip my toe in every different facet of the program. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm in practices with the team uh, three, four times a week. And, you know, I, I, I uh, help in practice. I set up, break down, um, you know, I'm filling up water bottles. I, um, you know, I, I'm on uh, floor mops during practice. Somebody hits the floor. I'm, um, you know, I'm cleaning up after that. And, um, I'm, I'm really so I'm, I'm I do some some aspects of um, what an assistant coach does, some aspects of a team manager, and and some of an operations guy. And so off the floor, I you know I, I the main thing I've been doing is um, you know sort of working on the back end of of recruiting. I've been creating graphics. Um, I've been you know creating um, recruiting pitches and all sorts of initiatives to um, to make our our program look as uh, as good as possible to potential recruits cool so uh i know you're saying that like you're doing a lot of like graphic design stuff and kind of in the works with mostly everything going on within the back end of the program but what's really your favorite part about your current role uh with the dragons um i mean for me personally just being a basketball fan my whole life uh, especially a college basketball fan is being able to see how that works behind the scenes from the coach's perspective um you know it's been it's been really neat, you know, being able to um, to participate in practices to an extent, and uh, really be able to see how the team's developing over a period of time. Uh, I, I also really cherish um, the half an hour to an hour when I start my work shift every day, when I'm, you know, sitting in the in the basketball office, and I get to sort of be a fly on the wall, and I get to hear, um, you know, sometimes 
the, the coaches meetings that they have and I hear um, what they talk about in passing and, you know, they kind of, they're, they're always, you know, bouncing future goals off of one another. And, um, you know, just, just talking about the, the direction they want specific players to go in the program as a whole, things like that. So it's really been neat to be able to both, you know, actively pick their brains and, and just, um, you know, see and hear, uh, you know, the, about the direction that they're trying to bring the program in. So just kind of like uh, going off of what you were just saying, what's it like to be up close and personal with the D1 program every day? You kind of just touched on what it's like to be with like the coaching staff, but uh, what's it like being able to experience watching these high-level players right in front of your eyes uh, basically every day of the week? Yes, it's been really exciting. Um, you know, obviously I've never, you know, played at a level quite this high, and it's, um, you know, something that I think most people who, don't play at a very high level, you know, just don't really get to see to a full extent. Um, the, the thing that, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I really just um, love being in practice. I love seeing, you know, the level of effort that these guys put out um, and, you know, just the attention to detail. And it, it's been really uh, fascinating for me to watch. So we all know about the pandemic going on right now. Uh, there's been a lot of restrictions for, Programs kind of across the country, whether it's having to limit their practice sizes, uh, having to wear a mask while you practice, all that good stuff. What's this been like? Uh, I mean, being a basketball player before yourself, adjusting to like a style of practice like this that no one's really ever seen. Uh, can you just kind of go into what like, you know, the, the precautions and the safety measures are to make sure everyone within the program staying safe? Yeah, um, absolutely. And I'm sure you can relate to this, Rob, being a, um, you know, a ball player yourself. Uh, you know, it's, it's been a really interesting time to, um, to be in, in this position. And, um, you know, I, I think that it's, it's unique in the sense that, you know, in, in terms of like, a, you know, college football or NFL or something like that, they're playing one game a week. So if they have a positive test, you know, the, the, the people who are positive, the people who are in contact with the positive, et cetera, those people are going to miss one, maybe two games. In the sense of college basketball, if you're playing, it's more of a sort of, um, it's more of a frequent uh, schedule, quicker turnaround between games. So, you know, you get a positive test and you're looking at, you know, you potentially the whole team could miss, you know, four or five games. So it's, it's you know, definitely paramount that, um, that everyone's staying safe and, and, and staying healthy and programs are certainly treating it that way. Uh, definitely the Drexel program. Uh, I, in terms of, you know, specifically what measures are being taken, um, you know, people like myself, like, like the coaching staff, the managers, um, the, the athletic trainer, anyone who's around practice on a regular basis, we call them, uh, T, I think the NCAA designates this as like tier one um, levels of contact with the players. You know, we're, uh-huh. we're, we are, um, you know, required and we happily do wear masks uh, throughout the entire course of the uh, practice. Um, the players likewise are, you know, in before practice, um, you know, if they're around in the trainer's room, if they're in the locker room, they're wearing masks the entire time. Uh, even when they're stretching out before practice, um, uh, you know, that, that's been um, that they've, they've had masks on the whole time right up until they go out on the court. Um, and another thing that we were doing when I first started and, um, and and now we're back to currently doing again with the recent, you know, re-uptick in cases is um, you know we're doing uh, we're doing pods of players. So we have a group of more of the the veteran players as well as um, and then you know another one with uh, some of the younger uh, developing players. And there, there are two different pods, so they they limit contact with one another. They effectively have 
um, have no contact with one another, uh, you know, while we're in this pod format. And so um, that's been really essential too. So at least if there was an outbreak, um, you know, or if there were a positive case, then, um, you know, it would hopefully only potentially uh, affect, you know, half of the team and perhaps the, uh, the other group could, um, you know, we, we could have some more uh, certainty that the other, you know, half hasn't been affected. So what do you feel like uh, yourself and like the rest of the, the coaching staff, people involved within the program have been doing the best to get the most out of the guys during this time? I mean, from a personal perspective, the way like things with my team has gone is really it's just been we've been limited to shooting drills pretty much and kind of just working on our skills uh, individually or with a, another partner. Uh, there's just been a lot of like focus on attention to uh, or personal physical development, stuff like that. Uh, it's really hard with all these restrictions to do things with the team. How do you feel the coaching chat's been able to get the most out of the players' uh, personal abilities during this time? Yeah, you're not lying, man. It is tough. And um, and I, I think, interestingly enough, you know, the, the pods that I just mentioned, while they were put in as a, you know, a health and safety precaution, I think they've actually been really, uh, you know, they've been a really good way to, um, to sort of take things back to basics a little bit and, and focus a little more on individual players and, you know, development of fundamentals and things like that, as opposed to, um, you know, you know, group setting, going through the motions, more five on five running, um, and a little less individualized attention. Um, I've noticed, you know, in, in the, in the pod setting, it seems as though players get a little more individual instruction than they would, you know, when we have the full, you know, there are 16 guys in the roster. So, and there are, uh, five coaches um, on the coaching staff, so you know, got about a three to one ratio there when we're in a you know a regular um, full team setting. Uh, so that's been you know that's that's been big, um, you know, to kind of be able to break it down a little bit and get um, more of like a two to one sort of ratio there, player to coach. Um, so that that's that's been you know huge, and I know the team. They, they, you know, on the side, of course, they, they lift, they run on, on the, the one uh, indoor track that we have on campus. Um, and they, they have, you know, just shoot arounds as well. So um, obviously, you know, they can get more individualized instruction, um, you know, through those methods as well. Those aren't things that I'm directly involved in. Um, but I know, you know, guys have reported positively on that. You know, there's, those have been, I think, going pretty well for them. And then in terms of, um, you know, off the court kind of things too, we have, um, uh, our, our athletic trainer has been huge. He, he talks to the team on a, you know, weekly, bi-weekly kind of basis. And, um, you know, just to make sure, just making sure um, everyone's, you know, doing what they're supposed to be, uh, you know, health and safety wise and um, giving them some instruction. And we have speakers in every now and then, um, you know, coming up by at the end of practice and talk about anything that needs to be, you know, known. And the coaches are always keeping everyone up on, on, on current events, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, right now today's election day, and so um, you know, let, letting um, letting guys know about you know, making sure guys are staying up on um, information about where where when they can vote, things like that. Um, just talking about any sort of you know, like the, the social climate right now, just things like that. The coaches are really good at engaging the players and making sure they're thinking just beyond the scope of the court, which I think is All important. Right. You know, talk about during this time. Yeah. All right, we'll get into some uh, some more basketball talk on 
uh, now. Uh, Sports always comes out with their preseason college basketball magazine, and this year they predicted uh, your Drexel Dragons to finish at the top of the CAA poll. Uh, so first in the Colonial Athletic Association this year is what some of the experts are predicting uh, Drexel men's basketball to finish. Uh, it's got to be an exciting time for you and the coaches and the players. Uh, what are your thoughts on the uh, lofty goal for your team? Yeah, it's very exciting. You know, I've been I've been reading Lindy's and then some other college basketball publications for years now, and um, I, I, I happen to see that as well. And you know, I think that's really um, it's that's exciting. I, I can't I haven't really seen um, around the rest of the Colonial. I haven't I don't really have a- access to any of the other teams. I'm not sure. You know, I can't really confirm or deny. I suppose, but uh, I, I believe it. I can say that. You know, based on what I've seen so far in practice. Um, I, I, again, you know, I really should, I have to commend the coaching staff. Um, I, I think they've been doing a great job with this group. Uh, just, you know, making sure in practice that, that everyone is just keeping complete attention to detail. Um, you know, if, if a play, if a drill is run wrong, they stop, they, they stop it in its tracks. We go back and we restart. So, um, you know, just little things like that, I think are going to be important. Um, and this team returns, uh, four starters, I believe, from last year, and um, uh, you know a lot of a good percentage of its scoring, and they also bring in a really good crop of young guys. There are going to be some, some really outstanding young players, I think that you that you see this year, um, or that, that you really you're not going to see a lot of in this program. They're just not going to get huge minutes this year, even though they're you know very good players. The, the depth on this team is something that I'm very excited about. Um, you know, one to sixteen, uh, it really looked like they can you know, they can hold it down and they can be, um, you know, real factors on this team if need be. Uh, so, so, you know, that's something I'm, I'm particularly excited about. Um, you know, and this team's very well balanced. They can get it done on both ends of the floor. Um, you know, I'm just really excited to see how things uh, shake out. All right. Well, I'm going to ask you about two of the uh, best players, two of the best projected players on the Dragons roster this year. The first one will be Cam Winter, uh, projected as the CAA Player of the Year. Obviously, a CAA uh, first-team all-league selection, a point guard out of Long Island, I believe going into his junior year. Uh, can you just kind of go into thoughts on him as a player and what he brings to the team? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, so Cam's a guy who's been a uh, consistent you know, producer for this team ever since he came in. Um, and, you know, he, he's, so he's a guy who's had that experience as a younger player, you know, getting significant minutes. Now he's sort of coming into his own. He's, he's more of a veteran on this team, and he's, he's really going to be a presence. He's a guy who um, is just is fearless. He's great, at getting to the, he's great at getting to the bucket on offense. Um, he's, he's, you know, he's, your, he's really good, like, you know, uh, penetrating, distributing guard. And, um, yeah, he, he brings it on defense, too. Uh, he's, he's a guy who's going to be, you know, the tempo setter for this team. They, you know, Drexel really likes running, um, you know, they, they like running up tempo. And, um, uh, you know, it's going to be, they, they, they want to, they're going to want to, you know, keep the pace up this year. And um, he's a guy who can really uh, sort of set the tone in that way for them. All right. Next guy I'm going to ask about is uh, one of the more underrated, I think, players throughout the whole country. It's a, real, a guy who's a real double double machine. Uh, James Butler, a big man for the team. Uh, just kind of like we were talking about with Cam, what makes him a special player and uh, what makes him kind of, I guess you can call him like the glue of the roster. 
I think that's a good way to put it. Um, yeah, JB is a guy who's absolutely the glue guy. He's, you know, on this roster, he's a real, um, he's a great veteran presence. Uh, you know, I, 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 he's the type of guy that you, you'll see a lot of times, you know, pulling guys aside in practice and, you know, just is in their ear about, you know, uh, what they can do, especially for the, you know, a couple of the young bigs on this team. He's been, you know, a really good um, mentor for them. But, but you know, that's obviously not the, the full scope of what he can do. I mean, the guy can play, too. Uh, he last season he was uh, fifth in the entire fifth in all of uh, Division One in double doubles. He's a you know scoring and a rebounding machine. He's a guy you know when I, when I in terms of um, when I think of him on the court, he's a guy who just was really technically uh, fundamentally sound. Um, he's got a he's got a real like he's got a real pretty looking jump shot, um, and the, you know he but obviously he can work the post as well, um, and he's, he's just like you know a really good inside out player and. Um, He's a lockdown guy on defense as well, uh, you know. So again, you know, another guy who's really going to, um, you know, the, the team is going to sort of go as he goes, and um, he, he's really a uh, um, an important role uh, as a, as a mentor for these guys. How about uh, maybe a guy or two who maybe is flying under the radar in terms of the college basketball world, but that's really caught your eye in practice, and you think could make a, a big jump. In production either from uh, what they did last year to this year or even maybe like a, a freshman who's coming up who you think can get uh, immediate, play, immediate playing time right away? Sure. So um, I can I think I can give you two answers for that uh, for that question. Um, so in terms of a, of a returning guy who's, um, you know, who I expect to make the next step, uh, I'd like to look at uh, Mate Okros. He's a um, this will be his uh, sophomore season and he, he was he started some games last season you know another guy like I said with winter earlier who was you know got some experience uh, as, as a young as a uh, younger player who was able to you know get in some games and, and get that you know real game action in terms of his you know portfolio of experience but um, he's a guy who has really impressed me in practice he's the type of guy who um, you know he's you know you leave him open on the on the perimeter and he's gonna knock down the shot um, he, he's He's the guy who's gonna, you know, who's gonna, you know, try to run you down on defense on a fast break, even if he's, you know, well behind the play. He's just a really high energy guy, which, like I said, you know, within Drexel's scheme, is something that you really want to see. He, he's in, in my mind, he's sort of hiding in plain sight because, like I said, he, he did start a significant amount of games last year, but um, you know, he didn't have huge numbers, and I, I feel like he's a guy who's not being talked about a whole lot. But he's somebody who I think could certainly make the next step. In terms of a newcomer, um, uh, I, I'm going to look at a, um, a true freshman, uh, Xavier Bell, who, you know, X has been, um, he, he's coming out of high school, actually, he was, um, he was the, uh, he's from Wichita, Kansas, he was, and he was the Kansas State uh, Mr. Basketball last year, he's the player of the year in that state, and he was, um, he was a wide receiver in football, he had some Division One offers as well, uh, he's just the type of guy who is, you know, really well set up in a system like this for the future. He's going to, he's going to, you know, uh, maybe not get a ton of minutes this year behind, you know, being behind winner in the point guard slot. But um, he's a guy who will, you know, who has been doing some work with, um, with the, with the first team. He's been getting some reps, you know, with, with um, some starters uh, in practice. And, um, you know, he, he's a guy who I think, Maybe not this year, but um, maybe like next year will will really be a, a breakout kind of guy. But the thing I've seen with him too is that he can play off the ball a little bit. He's he's been um, 
you know, he's been taking some reps in practice at the two guard as well. So um, it's something, you know, it's something I'm excited to see out of him, just see the versatility that he can bring and, um, you know, whether or not he can make uh, an, an immediate impact this year. All right. And then uh, just one more question, more like a personal one towards you. How do you plan on uh, using your current role now in the Dragons men's basketball program to maybe eventually work your way up uh, the college basketball ranks and do something within college basketball or uh, even just the sports industry itself? This I just feel like this is a good job that you really got your foot in the door. Uh, where do you plan on going from your for your next step? Sure. I mean, so this is a, um, you know, this is a role that's, it's not been the, the most, uh, you know, demanding. It was not a, I'm not, you know, necessarily working overtime here trying to get things done, but it, it's been invaluable experience nonetheless. Um, and, you know, I think it's a great stepping stone uh, for someone like me who, um, you know, who's trying to, uh, you know, not only get into the sports industry, but maybe specifically work with a college basketball program. I mean, this is, for me, is a really great resume piece. Um, you know, I, I can really, I can point to, uh, sort of this holistic experience that I received here. Um, you know, I can say that I've, I've, I've worked in practice and I've helped, you know, I've helped run drills. I've helped set up and break down from practice. You know, I, I can do some of the logistics things as well as the actual, um, on court performance. And then, you know, in terms of, you know, outside of the whole, um, scope of, of practice, you know, I, I've, I've worked, uh, with recruiting operations. Um, you know, I've, 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 sort of helped on, on committees to, um, yeah, I, I've, I've been able to, you know, I've been asked for and given my ideas, um, you know, about, about the betterment, of, uh, you know, about the betterment of the program. So I, I've really sort of, um, you know, I've worked within a lot of avenues of, um, you know, of a college basketball program already at this point. I'm only, you know, I'm not even two months into my, uh, in my time here. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's been something that's really, um, that I've really enjoyed, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping if there's an avail, if there's, you know, any availability in this regard, you know, I'd, I'd like to, you know, stay on the team and in, in the position of a manager or something like that, and, you know, just be able to stay around the program and continue, you know, my own journey and, and my own, um, you know, process of, uh, of learning as much as I can, you know, about this, this industry. And, um, that, that's really just, I think how, um, the you know, way in which this, uh, this, this position has really, you know, set me up well for the future. All right. Well, thanks for your time, Josh. I appreciate it. I know you're busy with uh, your work within the program right now, but just want to wish you and the and the Drexel men's basketball program the best of luck in this upcoming season. Look forward to uh, following you guys along the way. Yeah, absolutely, Ryan. Thanks for having me, as always, man. It's, um, yeah, it's going to be an exciting year, and I'm um, hoping everyone can just uh, stay safe and healthy, and you know we can um, have a really productive year. All right, Josh, thanks again, and we'll talk to you soon.